Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is the Immoral High Ground Podcast. This is your boy, Ricky Six. Uh, we know that you could have been anywhere in the world, but you chose to be here with us. And that is some shit that we really appreciate. So, uh, today is a little bit different. Uh, don't have a co-host. Don't have a guest. It is just your boy, Ricky Six. Um, today, I just wanted to, you know, go off the top of the dome. Today, I actually... Uh, started today. It's a Saturday morning. I actually started today in a, a heated debate uh, with, with my girl. And uh, I wanted to see how the listeners felt about this specific topic. So getting right into it. Uh, recently, there has been a lot, a, a lot, and I say a lot, uh, a lot of celebrities that are coming out being fucked up by, you know, sexual harassment scandals, um, inappropriateness uh unwanted touching like recently morgan freeman came out and he's uh you know morgan freeman is one of the goats i mean morgan freeman is an actor who has probably been old longer than he was actually he's been old forever i mean he came out of the womb probably with gray hairs on his head and shit but that's besides the point so uh recently morgan freeman has actually had some allegations inappropriate touching unwanted touching sexual harassment in the workplace and um i don't really know how i feel about that shit because you know i mean one thing i can say is old men are just creepy you know you know it it comes to a point where as i was saying in previous podcasts once a man learns how to fish and by fish i mean approach women talk to women um be confident and be accustomed to rejection it is one of those skills that uh you never want to forget because, you know, um, most men go through most of their lives uh, not being able to talk to women, being uh, intimidated, being shy, being, uh, you know, just not knowing what's the right thing to say. Um, so with that being said, I know certain people, you know, they're probably like, OK, well, you know, are you defending him? And not by what's not by any standard whatsoever. I think, you know, you shouldn't touch anybody who doesn't want to be touched. That's just flat out. Um, I can imagine if, you know, I went somewhere and uh, if if roles were reversed, for instance, if uh, women were the aggressor, aggressors, uh, I wouldn't want to be, you know, chilling in the mall and shit and have a woman approach me like, oh, hey, what's going on? I mean, I see you looking real good. I mean, I see you got that, that bulge right there. I mean, what's going on with that? What's going on with that bulge? Like, bitch, like, chill. Can't you see I'm having... I'm eating, or I'm just telling them, relax. What the fuck are you doing? Like, approaching me on some shit like that. Show some respect. So I, I, I could definitely get it. Because, you know, I mean, a lot of times, men do inappropriate shit. Uh, and I don't think we do it from a place of malice for the most part. I think, you know, for the most part, we just do it because it's unknown. Like, um, I've had situations in the past where I've met women and I've dated them. And I always would get the ending role of, man, you are, you you know, you're a good guy, but you're just too nice. Like, you're too too nice. And I'm like, so what the fuck do you want? Like, I, I can't be too aggressive because if I'm too aggressive, I'm too aggressive. And if I'm too nice, I'm too nice. Um, what the fuck do you want from me? Like, what do you want? So with that being said, back to the Morgan, Fre- I don't know how to fuck I end up over there. But back to the Morgan Freeman scandal. Um, how do you, like... How do you feel about that? Like, I'll break it down. What Morgan Freeman was doing was touching his staffers, um, being a little too touchy-feely, as most people would say. Um, 
And I don't think that's cool. I don't think you should touch anybody who doesn't want to be touched. But at some point, um, I also have to kind of, you know, go at the victim. Like, did you say anything? Did you make it clear that you didn't want to be touched? I mean, because, yeah, I, I get it. You know, it, in a workplace, it's, it's a little different than most places because in the workplace, you're you're paid to be there. And a lot of times, a lot of things are tied to it. Like, your bills are tied to you being willfully employed. So there's nothing you want to do to fuck that up. You know what I mean? You want to be nice. You want to be cordial. But at some point, you know, in the workplace, if somebody's touching you on one, you got to say some shit. You got to blow that fucking whistle. But, I mean, it's got to be a little different because... Um, Morgan Freeman is a very powerful man. I mean, he's been in Hollywood forever. He's definitely a fucking A-lister. So if, so if a woman's working for him, obviously at some point, you know, she has to endure certain things. And I'm not saying it's it's right, but, you know, she's going to be nice and endure certain things that she, normal places of work wouldn't stand for. So in that aspect, I, I, yeah, I definitely see that it could be a fucked up situation because, you know, I work for this person. I, I have to pay my mortgage, I have to pay my car note, I got to be able to eat, I got kids, you know, so I got to, you know, some shit I got to put up with, so, yeah, I definitely, okay, I can, okay, okay, I, I see, I, it's fucked up, it is fucked up, but I don't think it's on the same scale as, like, a Harvey Weinstein or even Bill Cosby, uh, where they were raping and, you know, just being despicable, now, if Morgan Freeman comes out tomorrow, or another allegation comes out tomorrow, and then somebody's like, oh, Fucking Morgan Freeman was raping bitches. And then I'm like, okay, well, fuck Morgan Freeman then. But for now, I'm just like, okay, man, you know, he, he should just definitely be sued. And he definitely should be out there. Um, I don't know uh, fully the full extent of it, but I think it's fucked up. Uh, but the conversation I was having with my girl earlier was, um, what, do you, like, what are we supposed to do like as men? Because uh, when I met my girl, it was um, a situation where we worked together. And I would see her every day. And I, I used to sit there and I used to watch her. Like, man, she's so beautiful. Like, God damn. Like, she's so pretty. And she had no idea. Like, and I would sit back there and just watch her. And it was creepy. Even every, all the girls at work uh, would say, man, bro, you were, you were just creepy. Like, creep much? And I, I couldn't help it. I couldn't take my eyes off her. To me, she was, she is probably one of the most beautiful women I've ever seen. Um. But with that being said, um, I asked her, I asked, like, I didn't ask her out face to face. Here's how that, I, I would sit across from her at lunch all the time. We never spoke, all, all the people at lunch would talk, like the girl, like I was like, one, one, one of the only guys there. So I would talk to people I knew, you know, um, but I wouldn't really talk to her, but she was there and she would talk and she would say stuff. And it was, you know, just conversations. But it was never a point we actually engaged in a one-on-one -on -one conversation or even addressed each other. But, I, I again, I, I had a crush on her. I was crushing hard. So um, I, I, I did some bitch shit. Um, I befriended her on Facebook. And I, I asked her out through Facebook. I sent her a message um, saying, hey, yo, uh, Francis, I think you're really cool i think you're really nice if you're a very pretty girl i was wondering if you want to get together sometime uh, maybe have drinks maybe have dinner have dinner and drinks uh you know just let me know and uh her reply uh i think was like a, a day or two later it was very swift and concise and to the point her response was oh hey rashid i think you're a very nice guy but no thank you hey i'll see you at work monday 
End of conversation. Boy, I was like, what the fuck? Like, she shot me down so smoothly. Like, there wasn't even a consideration of anything. It was it, it, it was like cutting her fingernails. That's how easily she cut me off. So, I, I was salty. I mean, I, would, I, I felt, I was like, damn, like, I really like this girl. And I, I, in a, a little ways, my, 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 my little feelings were hurt. Um, but at the same time, you know, I, I still liked her. I, I, I seen her every day at work. So it was kind of, it was a little awkward. So for a little bit, I wouldn't even see her. I wouldn't even talk to her. I wouldn't even look at her at work. And, um, she, I think she got wind of it and she said, is there something wrong? You know, you don't even talk, you don't even look at me anymore. Are you mad at me? And I'm like, no, no, trying to be hard. No, no, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. So, um, after that, I was kind of like, man, what the fuck? And I would see her every day, and I remember having conversations with my friend like, damn, she's so beautiful. I still want to talk to her. I still want to see, you know, if there's something there. Um, so, yes, I end up uh, eventually instant messaging, messaging her at work, and we have a conversation. I was still, you know, I wouldn't ask her out, but I would kind of put it out there that I was still interested. So, um, I asked her... If she was doing anything, and just so happened one day she was like, okay, well, I'm going to Puerto Rico because that's where she's from. I'm going to Puerto Rico uh, for my birthday, and um, I'll be back in like a week. I said, okay, cool. When you come back from from Puerto Rico, we'll go see a movie together. And I cut the conversation. That was it. I didn't say anything else after that. She uh, kind of brushed pretty right past that, and uh, she went to Puerto Rico. Uh, we stood, stayed in contact. I still messaged her through. Facebook just seeing how she was because I didn't have her phone number and um, when she came back from Puerto Rico uh, I tried to shoot my shot with the movies she was like mm, nah, nigga, not hearing it not feeling it I was like damn damn but I still liked her I, still, I, th- I thought she was dope I still think she's dope to this day and um, uh, she uh, she happened to mention that you know since she had left um, left for to go to Puerto Rico for her birthday, when she came back, she was gonna go out with her girls, and she invited me to go out with her and her girls to Cuba Libre, and I was like, oh, okay, dope. I was like, awesome. I said, I, any kind of FaceTime I could get with this girl, um, I'm gonna appreciate because this girl is awesome. Like she's beautiful. I like her. She's smart. She's funny. Cool. So uh, with Cuba Libre, and it just be, ended up being me and her, and I was like, what? I was like, is this a date? It, is this a date? And I asked her, I said, yo, what, what happened to your girl? She said, oh, my sister's going to make it. So it's just me and you. And I was like, wow. So that night I, da- I danced probably for three hours straight because I just, I wanted to make the best impression. I danced with her for three hours straight. It was a great time. Oh, 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 I'm actually missing a part. Um, before that, we actually went out. Uh, with a group of co-workers. And at night, well, with a group of co-workers, I danced with her that night too. And I actually hung out with her. And I actually think I even held her hand, but I was towed down from the floor. Now. Like, I was twisted. But back to my original point, um, had I not continued to pursue her, it wouldn't have gone anywhere. Now, even with me continuing to pursue her, I took a great risk. Like, I took, a, like, for real, for real, I took a great risk. Like, we worked together, so had that gone south, I could have fucked up my whole money situation. Like, uh, imagine I, uh, you know, I 
I messaged her through Facebook, and she was like, I'm not, I'm not interested. And then she felt some type of way, like, God, I'm not interested in this fucking cornball. He fucking, he, I, he, I work with the guy. Now I got to be uncomfortable at work. What if she had reported that to somebody that she would, I made her feel uncomfortable? I could have got fired or any host of things. It could have went way south. So to my original question, what do we do? Like, how do we know the difference? Like, how does a man know the difference? And by no means am I am I supporting uh, the fuckery that's going on. Like, you know, a lot of guys nowadays, are, you know, they don't know what to do. You know, so they, they inappropriately touch, even though I was raised wrong. I thought that was the way it works. But I know now as a grown ass man, that's not how it works. You don't. That's not how you approach a woman. That's not how you do anything. You don't just touch a woman that you think is beautiful. It's gross. But I was raised wrong. But I know guys who still do that shit. They go out and a woman will walk by and they'll grab her hand or grab her arm or be in her ear like, hey, I'm interested in you. Um, And it works sometimes. Sometimes it doesn't. So as a man, how does, like, how do you know? Like, as as a man, how are we supposed to know if women don't let us know um, what we're supposed to do? Um, like I said before, I've been in a situation where I was dating somebody and they said, oh, well, you know, uh, the, our, our, our dating situation would fizzle out and months later, weeks later, or a little while after I would, you know, still communicate them like, yo, what happened? Like, what happened? Like, like it was, it was so good. What happened? Like where, what I go wrong? And I was told before, yo, you know, it's just that you weren't aggressive enough. And I'm like, but you liked me because I'm a nice, nicer guy. Uh, you know, I'm nice. I always try to smell good. I always try to dress nice. And I'm very cordial. That's why you initially liked me. So then you wanted me to be something I'm not. I don't, or, or at least make that statement. And her response was, oh, well, you should have known. I'm like, how, how, the fuck, how the fuck am I supposed to know if you don't tell me? So I think that's got a lot to do with it, man. I mean, I think, you know, um, Vocalizing things uh, is important. I mean, not for nothing. I, I don't want to come off like an asshole. And maybe I am, maybe I'm not. But for me, it's like, fuck. Like, what am I supposed to do? Like, what are we supposed to do if we're interested in a woman and she's interested in us? She, most women will wait for the man to make a move. M- women are not shooting their shot at dudes like that. I've had it happen to me before. Um, and even as a dude, I- I'm going to tell you this. Even as a man, if a woman shoots a shot... I'm for the most part probably gonna block it, cause I don't I, I don't I don't know how I feel about that. Like it's it, it's it's something that I'm not accustomed to. Like I'm not accustomed to a woman, you know, being you know slightly aggressive and telling me what she wants. It's it's like, bitch, what are you trying to do? Who do you work for? Like what? Like really? Like what? What, what the fuck is going on? Like this is not. But I I think we should get accustomed. To, I think women should become aggressive and go for what they want. Now, another topic we were discussing this morning that made me really, um, really, really like, like, wow, like, we're fucking stupid. Like, men are fucking dumb. So, uh, if you don't know this, my, uh, my girl's pregnant. Um, and she, I think she's seven, yeah, she's 17 weeks today. Um, so we had a conversation about maternity leave. Like, most, no, all, there's no, there's no universal maternity leave plan in place in, as, far as the government goes for women who are pregnant and you know it's, it's fucked up i 100 I, I think it's fucked up i can think of it too i can think of it from both for both standpoints i think of, from uh not a business owner um but a 
you know, a person who wants to own a business. I, I think of it like this. If there were to be something as far as as far as a pregnancy leave that is paid, I think it should be paid by the government. The reason why I say that is because, think about it. Uh, we pay all this money in Social Security um, on a regular basis. And you have to. You have to pay all this money in Social Security. Um, most people don't make it to the age of retirement. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be a hundred percent. Nope. Not a majority of people don't make it to sixty-five, which is the age of retirement. So what happens to all that money that they've paid into it? I know for a fact that it's not going to their survivors. Like, and you know, if if somebody lives up to the age of sixty and they pass away, are their survivors getting Social Security? I don't think so. Not from the way I understand it. If you're receiving Social Security prior to your death. Then your family or your spouse will receive your social security payments after you're gone. But what happens if you die before that? Is is it just go away? Is it just disappear? But okay, so back to the maternity leave portion. So um, when it comes to the maternity part, I, I think it should be paid for because as as a person who wants to own a business, I can only imagine if I hire somebody to work for me to run a specific function of my company uh, that I need them there for. I'm paying them because I need them there for their service. I I don't see it being possible to pay somebody to not do what I hired them for and still maintain you know what I what I needed them for. It's almost it's almost it's impossible as you know as a business owner it would be impossible to do so, right? If I'm wrong, let me know I'm wrong. If I'm right, let me know I'm right. Maybe the shit I'm talking about is over your head. I don't know. But we, we, we also came to a consensus that um, men and women have been around each other since the dawn of time. There has never been one sex only. Correct me if I'm wrong. Now, of course, the Bible will tell you Adam and Eve, but no, Adam was here first and then later Eve came along. I mean, if that's true, that's true, but I, I'm not even going to go down that road. I don't, I don't know how the fuck that could be true. Either way, but um, so let's just go with the thought that as long as there has been a man, there's been a woman, correct? So for hundreds of thousands, if not millions of years, we have coexisted together. And yet and still, it is only in the last 50 to 100 years that men have understood the plight of women. How stupid are we? Like, how fucking stupid are we? We've been mating, having sex with women since the dawn of time. That is how we continue our species. Um, but we can't understand that women have a menstrual cycle that happens every 28 days. Uh, we can't understand that women, when they're pregnant, their emotions are all over the place, their hormones are all over the place, their body changes. Um, we are just now understanding that. It's almost ridiculous. It's almost unfathomable fathomable to believe that we've been around each other all this time and we are just now getting the gist of it mind you mind you men have been experts in the stars and mathematics and science and religion forever like for the longest time but the most simplest thing we don't understand is women How is that fucking possible? Like, how is that even possible that we still, yet and still, 
have a hard time understanding the plight of women. It's got to be fucking hard. Mind you, this Me Too movement shit is new. This is new, baby. This is like a year old, if not two years old at the oldest. Like, nobody was really listening to women like that before. Like, serious shit. Serious. Um, Women have gone around through ages talking about how men have been sexually harassing them, um, making them feel uncomfortable, having unwanted conversations about them to them. Like, they used to call it what the water cooler conversation. It's this fucking stupid ass office saying, but you know, men will be at a water cooler discussing how Susan looks in her top today, how her titties look, and how her ass looks, and how good her legs look. Like, what the fuck? Like, yes, yes, yes. Men like women, but you know, I mean, do you have to tell people, do you have to talk about that shit like openly? Like, come on, man. It makes people uncomfortable. Like, me, I. I, I, I try to play devil's advocate. And I don't even know why I say that. That's this fucking dumbass term, devil's advocate. But I, I, try, I try to play that 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 term because I, I really, really, really want to be able to understand, you know, what different people are going through. I think the more you're around a specific different gender, race, community, nationality, and ethnicity, um, you start to understand them. But men and women have been around each other for the longest time, and men do not understand women at all. Now, to also play uh, devil's advocate to that, women do not understand men. Men are very simple, very stupid. We're very, um, very, everything has to fit. Everything has to work out. That's how men's minds work. We have, things have to, one plus one equals two. That's simple, that's as simple as our minds are. When you throw in fucking calculus, uh, um, fractions that's when men get fucked up we don't we're we're not wired for that and i'm not meaning the actual math i'm actually meaning anything outside of the normal so man plus woman that's very simple and that's why there's always this problems with you know homosexuality and all this stuff men are simple our minds are simple women don't understand that and you know if something works for us for example if a man is used to being aggressive with women and women responding to that positively. He will always be that way. He's always going to be aggressive. No matter what. No matter how many situations he goes through. Uh, he'll always be aggressive because that has worked for him. Period. Now, if a guy starts out being nice to women, buying them flowers... Um, telling them, giving them compliments, being sweet, opening door. If that works for a man, which it really does, if that works for a man, then he will always do the same shit. Trust me, I know. I was that guy. I was that guy. I was the guy who would, if I liked a girl, I would approach her very nicely. I would send her flowers to her job. I would be super sweet. And I wasn't even getting no ass at the time. But it worked. I remember dating a very beautiful woman, like very beautiful woman, out of my league. And how I how how I was able to date her was I thought she was beautiful. I would go to where she worked because she was uh she was actually my uh my I'm a cologne person. I would go to her buy buy my cologne, and she was fine. And um, I remember one time that I uh, I she happened to tell me that her and her boyfriend had broke up, and. I don't know what came over me. It's like the, the spirit just jumped in me. And I was like, yo, we should hang out sometime. 
and we exchange phone numbers. When I get nervous, I sweat. So I, I had to have had buckets of water pouring out of me because I could feel myself glistening. I could feel every light in the place shining off of me, but it worked. Maybe it was a lot of pity. Maybe it was whatever. But I remember the way I was so nice to her because I would tell her, you know, you're very pretty, pretty, beautiful, beautiful, whatever. I would tell her you're very pretty. Um, and I would send her flowers to her work uh, and just let her know that she's beautiful. And that's how I was able to get her number, I believe. And that's how I was able to date her. So what I do after that, after that relationship fell apart. I, if I saw a woman was attractive, I would spend the money to send her flowers, make her feel special, and it would work. Now, it didn't always work, and I, I, I can tell you that I've spent a lot of money um, on just shit that didn't pan out. Um, but it worked. So, for because it worked for me that one time, hey, this shit, hey, this shit works, so I'm going to do this. This is how men think. This is how we are. So a lot of times women will be like, okay, I received this dick pics from these guys, and I don't know what the fuck it is. I don't know why this works. Why do guys send dick pics? And I'm going to tell you this, ladies. It, we, I don't. I've never done this shit before. But guys do it because it has worked in the past. At some point in the past, they saw a woman they were attracted to. They sent her a dick pic. She goes, pull up. And it's simple as that. So in that mind, in that aspect, for that man, that has now become the norm. Even though it only happened one time, it has become the norm. So now, from now on, this man is going to send every woman he thinks is attractive a picture of his dick. Why? Because it worked one time. Guys are very simple like that. It's the same thing when guys um, are... They talk fresh to a girl. You know, say shit like, oh, you got some big titties. You got a nice ass. Look at those legs. Mm, I would like that. Eat that. Eat, eat you like some. Eat you like some fucking chicken or whatever. That was fucking fucked up. But anyways, um, <laughs> uh, guys, if they've said that shit before, and a woman has responded positively, positively to that shit, oh, you can best believe that from now on, that guy is gonna be talking to women greasy because it worked. It worked that one time. Guys only do what we know works. That's it. We try a bunch of shit, see if it works. Um, also, as another thing that guys have to get accustomed to becoming, uh, being rejected. Like we have to become so accustomed to rejection because it's it's inevitable as a man. Because the world we live in, not all women are gonna feel you. Not all women are gonna like what you're what you're bringing to the table. So you have to become accustomed to rejection, and that shit is hard. Like my nigga, that shit is hard. Somebody rejecting you constantly. Constantly, constantly, like, it's one thing to approach a woman and, you know, hey, I think you're beautiful. No, I'm not interested. Cool. Cool. Then you build up the courage to go to another woman. Hey, I think you're beautiful. Nah. Damn. Again, you build up the courage again. Hey, I think you're beautiful. Hey, no, nigga, don't talk to me. What? What the fuck? What am I doing wrong? What am I, like, really? This shit sucks. Like, rejection, rejection, rejection over a long period of time, it fucks you up. You, you become numb to this shit. You have to. As a man, you have to become numb to rejection. There's no way around it. If not, 
you are going to be eaten alive by these women. They're going to fuck you up. Because, you know, if you listen to what women tell you, they'll tell you, I think I want a guy who's very nice, respectful, opens doors, has a lot of money, has a big dick, and all this stuff. And if you say, okay, well, I have a little bit of money, I can open doors, I have a decent-sized penis, I'm going to go for it. You go for it, and she says, nah, nigga, I'm good. You're like, what the fuck? You just told me everything you wanted. I am everything you wanted. And you don't want me. Nah, I'm, I'm, I'm good. I don't want you. And you're like, what the fuck? This shit, oh, this shit happens regularly, my nigga. Regularly, regularly, regularly. It is all, it's a constant thing. You have to get accustomed to rejection as a man. Women don't have to do that. Women have no idea uh, anything about rejection. And usually when women are rejected, they lose their motherfucking mind. Have you ever rejected a woman? Oh, she will lose her motherfucking mind. This is where you come. Well, this is where you uh, come up with the phrase "bitches be crazy." One time, no, actually, this was recently, recent, recently, in the, recently in the news, a woman was—I think she was convicted to three years in prison. This bitch sent a man she met. She went out with one time on one date. She sent him over sixty-five thousand text messages. I don't know if you guys heard that, but she sent this motherfucker over 65,000 text messages. And he got her arrested for stalking or whatever the case may be. When they interviewed her, she says, I just love him. I love him. I love him. I love him. And the true meaning of love or everlasting love is when you love somebody and don't expect it in return. I just love him. He rejected this bitch. She lost her motherfucking mind. So, do you understand? Women have no concept of rejection. At all. When a woman gets rejected, they get crazy. I've, I've rejected women before. Not, not for nothing. But I've, re- I've rejected women before. And when they get rejected, they will say shit. Like, you gay anyway, nigga. Or, you know you want me, nigga. You know you want this. You know you need to stop playing. You know you want me. You ain't even that cute anyway. Probably got a little dick. Bitch ass, nigga. Why I gotta be all that? Why why I got to be all that? It does not, for me, it does not make any sense. Like, But then I have to calm myself down and look back like, hey, yo. She's probably never heard that in her life. Never been told, nah, I'm good in her life. Ever. Ever. So for you, for her to hear it, it's almost like a shock to her ego. Men get the same way. Men have the same problem. Men, there's certain bitch niggas who have the same fucking problem. You ever be out, ladies, and you at a club, and a guy says, yo, I think you're beautiful. Can I buy you a drink? And you be like, um, I'm good. Thank you, though. He's like, bitch, we ain't all that anyway. Like, nigga, I, I, I'm not interested. I'm not interested. Why I got to be all that? But the norm is most men, we go through that rejection. We go through it constantly. We, um, we have to find a way to, to bridge the two, I think. I think there has to be. I, I know there is a solution to it. I don't want to say I don't think there is. But I know there, there must be a solution to it. There has to be something that we can start doing as a species to... Prepare ourselves 
for the future. Because um, I, I see the world changing. Somebody told me recently, they says to me, they say, um, I don't see this being a good time to be alive. This is the worst time to be alive. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Are you fucking kidding me? Period. Are you are you high? Are you fucking stupid? Like this is the motherfucking best time to be alive. Anytime that you're alive is better than previous times when you were not alive. Think about that. What I mean by that is it is 2018. 10 years ago, I think Facebook came out. Like 10 years ago, maybe 10, 12 years ago, Facebook came out. Social media did not exist back then. So you didn't you didn't have this display of, well, I mean, I think it, it, it exists in MySpace, but it wasn't like it is now. Like now, anywhere you go, you have a complete access to, of the entire world at your fingertips. Your phone connects you to everything, everyone, everywhere, and at all times and at any time. You want something, you can look it up at any moment of the day. This morning I woke up and I wanted to hear I Can Fly by R. Kelly. I go, Alexa, play I Can Fly by R. Kelly. And guess what happened in less than two seconds? I can fly. Now, that is amazing shit. Like, that's amazing. That is fucking amazing. I don't I don't give a fuck what 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 you think. That is amazing. Because 10 years ago, I could not do that. I could not yell into the void and the song I wanted to hear would start playing. It wasn't possible. 20 years ago. 20 years ago was 1998. I was in high school. I had a cell phone in high school. But... What could I do on a cell phone? I could I could make phone calls. Texting? No, it wasn't an option. It wasn't even a fucking option. I could I could I could make phone calls. And I only had a cell phone. Um I don't even know why I had a cell phone. I had nobody to fucking call. I was in high school. I might have been selling a little weed, but I had nobody to call. It wasn't that serious, my nigga. But I did have a cell phone. It was some sh- it was like a Nokia or some shit like that. Um That was twenty years ago. Thirty years ago. I was seven years old. Um, I I was living in Ohio. Uh, my parents had recently divorced. I was trying to figure shit out. Um, but it, the world the world was not as open as it is. Forty years ago. Forty years ago, seventy six or no seventy eight. I wasn't even born yet. You know what's going on at the time. I think Reagan, either Reagan or Carter was president. Um, the world was a very different place than it was, than it is now. Um, racism was was still a thing. Prejudice was still a thing. Sexism was still a thing. Um, uh, uh, homophobia was still a th- thing. Transphobia wasn't even in, in existence because it was so taboo for men to dress like women and women to dress like men. It wasn't common. People would do it in their closets. 50 years ago, 68, 68, there was wars going on. Vietnam, I think, was ending or some shit like that. It wasn't what it is now. It was an extremely crazy world. There was still segregation in parts of the world. People were still fighting for equality. People are fighting for equality now, but 
it's different. So I'm taking you on this journey because I want you to understand it. Every 10 years is better than the previous 10 years. I can do anything. I'm reporting, recording this podcast on a Saturday morning in my underwear um, from the comfort of my own home. Before, if you wanted to record any audio, you would have to do it from an actual studio. You would have to go meet with the engineer. They would have cost you probably about 100 mm, $60 to $100 per hour, depending upon the studio. If you had a high-end studio, it was way more than that. Way more than that. This is by far the best time to be alive. Before, just for anybody to understand, before, if you wanted to watch a porno, you had to go to the store, you had to rent the shit, you had to buy the shit, you had to go through the embarrassment of walking out of the store with that uh, obvious ass big black bag they give you that clearly says I'm a fucking pervert on it, and you have to go walk to your car, walk to wherever you're going with that, go home, pop it in, you had to fast forward to the part you wanted to see, sit there, you had to get yourself turned up, and then, boom, commence the beating of the dick. Now, now it's easy. I pick up my phone, type in a couple things in Google, porn at my fingertips. Everything at my fingertips. <coughs> it wasn't like this before. And if you think you're living in the worst time, you are fucking stupid. You're a fucking moron. You have no concept of time. Um, I on that on that subject, I remember one time that I when I had first moved to Florida, I had no car. I had no a way to get around, but I wanted to watch a porno. I was horny. I had, I was in my twenties. I wanted. I didn't have a girlfriend at the time. I was tired of beating my dick to memories and fucking on and shit on TV. I had to go get a porno. So I remember I rode the bus from one side of town to a store. I knew they sold they sold porn. I was determined. This was determination. I got on the bus, rode the bus, got dropped off at the bus stop, walked from the bus stop. To the plaza where they sold the porn. Walked into the... It was a bookstore at the time. Walked into the bookstore. Had to walk through the bookstore into the back of the store where they kept the adult movies. I had to pick out the right one. I chose the right one. And got to register. Made sure nobody was around. Handed to the guy. Did my transaction. It cost, I think... Uh, it might have cost 20 bucks for the... Maybe, 15, maybe 20... $15 for this porn on a VHS. And this was, of course, about almost 20 years ago. This was 20 years, almost 20 years ago. Porno on a VHS. Got it. Boom. He puts it in the, the big-ass, obvious black bag that says, I'm a pervert. I had to walk out of the store. Walk back to the bus stop. Wait for the bus. Pay the bus fare. Ride the bus back to the house. Or actually, the, to the stop. Closest to my house. Got out of the, got out of the, the fucking bus. Walked from the bus stop to my house. Got to the house. Popped it in. Fast forward to the part that I wanted to see. Popped it in. Realized something very strange was going on in this movie. The girls never came. I This nigga sold me the wrong movie. This nigga sold me a fucking gay porno. I never again rode the bus for a porno. I never again went to that bookstore again. I was, I was embarrassed, and I was all alone. Like, do you know that feeling to be embarrassed all alone? Like there was nobody around, and I was embarrassed. I didn't know what to do. I took the porn out of the VHS. Mind you, 
I didn't own the VCR. The VCR belonged to my roommate. And the VCR was in the living room. So you can imagine the shit that I, I the, the, like the courage I went through just to beat the dick. And I had got a gay porno, nigga. What? I took it and I destroyed it. It was the fucking worst experience of my life. One of the worst experiences of my I was, I looked at myself and I was like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, are you, like, what the fuck are you really doing? And I never went back to that bookstore. But these are the lengths, this is just one of the lengths guys will go through for sexual satisfaction. Um, I think it's hilarious a lot of times when women say to say, um, I think just like a guy. Oh, I'm just like a guy. I like sex just as much as a guy. No, 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 no. Not at all. You know, uh, Louis C.K. said it best. Mind you, he, he's also been... A, been accused of some very inappropriate shit. This nigga, it was jacking off in front of everybody apparently. But that's another. Story. But he said, maybe it wasn't even him. But it was somebody, a community who said, um, uh, he said women often say that, but men, you know, women are are visitors to sexy town. You know, they're visitors. They come and go as they please. Oh, I can come here and I can be sexy. I can, you know, be uh, sexually inappropriate. Men are prisoners in sexy town. Like, we have to be there. Like, do you understand that I took the length to ride a bus to go get a porno to beat the dick to it? Like, that's just, that just shows you the fucked up, like, how fucked up men are. We have to, like, it's not, it's not an option. But, you know, it's just, it it is what it is. So, um, I don't even know if anybody's going to hear this shit. I don't even have to decide if I'm going to put this shit out. But these are just my thoughts for today. And I know it is pretty random. If you're listening, I do really appreciate you listening. If you hear this, hey, I can't believe you're listening to this shit. You got to know a little bit more about me and my crazy ass. Um, Comment, of course, as usual. Uh, As usual, I do know you could have been anywhere in the world. But you chose to be here with me. That's some shit I really appreciate appreciate. This has been the Immoral High Ground Podcast. This is your boy, Ricky Six. Y'all take it easy.